Pickaxe. Hello and welcome to High Rollers, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast in the world of Arois. Run by Dungeon Master Mark Shark Humes, with me, Tom, playing Keila Kadkalar, the bard slash cleric. I am Chris Trot, I'm playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elanastro, and I am a high elf sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a guardian paladin. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an air ganassi, and she is a hexblade warlock. Once again, a big thank you to our sponsors, DD Beyond and Brilliant.org. Stick around for the end to hear more about those. We finally got the money we needed to fix Arvel, but some of the residents are starting to take interest in our rich. It's High Rollers time. Uh, let's do a quick recap of our previous episode, shall we? Mm. The party. Uh, go back way in the past. <laughs> the party! <laughs> yes. Oh, Carry on. Do you have a problem with my enunciations? No, no honey. The party uh, survived an airship crash long ago and befriended their fellow travellers and survivors. Two Siaskan acolytes, a teenage girl and a dwarven merchant, making their way across a dangerous part of the lowlands called the Bitterwood. Um, the party previously had descended into a deep chasm that contained a few ruined remnants of a dwarven town called Dwalinden. Here the party fought a feral guardian, which awoke strange thoughts and memories in Sentry, our guardian paladin member of the party. Uh, the party also gathered various treasures and then climbed back out of the chasm, exhausting themselves in the process. Travelling back to the small town of Rose Hall in southern Savona, the party bartered with several members of the town for their recovered treasures and eventually sold a spear tip of a wild elf relic called Blackthorn to a grouchy known wizard called Navel oh, for yeah. 1,500 gold pieces. I also have some XP toward you for the last I couple wonder. of sessions. Yes. What? Yes. So, How much? in total, uh, you have, amongst the group, it was uh, 2,500, which means you get 500 XP each. Ooh. So not enough uh, to level up, uh, oh. but I need to remember to give you XP. Bullshit. Because I keep forgetting that we're on an XP system. Manage 500. levels. 500 each, yes. So you go manage Bang. levels, I think, and then um, add 500 XP. Manage XP. Did it. Seems like a dead. Yeah, manage yep. XP and, yeah, did it. and 500. So 1,540. Add XP. And you need, need 2,700 or something. Yes. Yeah. You need 1,700 to get up to level 4. Nope. Well, oh, 1,700. Uh, from what, where we are. <laughs> well, I yeah. wouldn't know that without D&D &D Beyond. Well, yeah. Hang on, how yeah. many? You, you need 1,100. No. It should be yeah. 1,500 now. I've got 1,540. 1,540. I can't math good. It's Sunday afternoon. I don't math good. 1060 away. Cool. There you go. So, 1160 away. I believe uh, that we had left things. You had just purchased, you just sold Blackthorn's, uh, the tip of Blackthorn to Navil, this known wizard. Um, you received a big bag of mixture of coins, gemstones, but you know it's equivalent to 1500 gold. You only had just the tip. You did just have the tip. Yeah. Just the tip. Just, just, just black the shaft. Tip. Just the tip. <laughs> you, did, you did indeed need the shaft. We need the uh, shaft. To complete the relic. Mm. We were bored of. I believe you also asked for at least a hundred gold of your fifteen hundred gold to be in the, the in a hundred GP pearl for identify spells. I remember you requesting that. Yeah. yeah. So oh would oh, yeah. somebody like to write down yes, that you have a hundred GP pearl? I think the DM's trying to tell us something. What is uh, it, boy? 
It's, <laughs> it might be that we had a brief discussion before the stream today about what items the party actually had. Okay, I wrote it down. Written it down. In my in my notebook, Your memory but book. nobody picked it up. <laughs> um, so you wouldn't really call that a pearl of power? No. Okay, I'm it's not adding that. Dude. Just 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 write in the the free text box a hundred GP pearl. It's not an to, item. Is he allowed to share that with me? Because I didn't yes. do it. I yeah, you can just well, you so. can just pass it yeah. between. It's the not two like a tune to him or anything. No, it's it's it's, it's in, a component. It's in the group stash. We have it now. We've got a group fund and a group stash. Okay, but does have somebody have the group stash written it's, down? It's on there. Well, I don't know. I've group got the one hundred GP pearl. It's I've written got, down. Perfect. I've got one thousand five hundred. Okay, gold. so well, probably write down fourteen hundred gold, and then he's now got the hundred GP pearl. Yes, but see. Oh, I thought that was dark. It was part of your payment. No, it was part of the payment. Bastard. No, that was 100% an agreed-on deal. I agreed on 1500 with the Identify thrown in for free. Yes, the Identify was, but the pearls that you can do your own identifying was part of the money. Oh. My Scholar's Pack was free. So, uh, I believe it is oh, mid-afternoon uh, when you emerge from Navil's Quills and Quandaries. Um, and you emerge back out into Rose Hall, this bustling little quaint country town. Was I ever inside there? Yeah, I think you came in, but you were just being quiet. You were being, being quiet. quiet because you did the thing to the cows. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You've reminded him. Flashbacks. Yeah. That, that dog I didn't put that in the recap. It didn't really seem to warrant that much of a recap point, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were like... the title <laughs> of the VOD. It was, because, well, let's be honest, comedy pulls people in. Wasn't, wasn't, what was the title? Something to do with uh, steak? Cattle rustlers. Cat what rustlers. happened to Prime Steak? Uh, that was suggested to me way too late. There we go. I that point, first. I'd already thrown in. I'd already put the title up. So <clears> I could change it now. I'll change it right now. Too late. Shall too I? late. Lazy. No, okay. So uh, you are stood outside. It is cold, uh, as you are in the long night, the season of colder weather and, and uh, uh, extended darkness. Um, brisk, icy winds blow through the town people have mostly there's not much more farming work to do so mainly people are tending to cattle or making sure that they've got supplies making sure that their homes are well insulated and repaired question yes Chris Trot Chris Trot to DM yes in the sky islands yes in the yeah, sky are cities. there weather patterns um it depends. So some of them, the the weather is controlled by mages. Um, high elf mages will control the weather patterns, so it's generally really sunny. But some sky cities have uh, kind of like adjacent islands that got raised with them, which kind of uh, might require rain and things like that, so they're kind of left to their own devices. Um, some of them are unprotected and so are just subject to the same weather conditions. So, there's no periodic rain in Gloomhaven or chill. You mean Gusthaven? Gusthaven. Where you're from. Yeah. Yeah, so Gusthaven's one of the ones where. (laughs) Gusthaven is one of the sky cities where they control the weather um, more than anything. Um, So there's like a period of rain. They generally the only they'll the they'll schedule rain for what crops they have. Yes, but generally it's not. There's no chill winds or anything like that. Yeah, not not normally. It's normally kept at a pleasant normal temperature. All of that is for Mm. this. It was mighty cold. <laughs> yep. Cool. <laughs> Got some frosty nips. <laughs> uh, all that lead up. All <laughs> that law world building. Lucius um, is bad. Yeah, no, it would be. It would be quite cold for Lucius um, yeah. down here. 
with my wood like inside my armor start to like stiffen up it's a little bit. It's not that cold. Like, it's not uh, like fr- it's not like snowing, freezing winds or anything like that. It's actually warmer here than it was in the Bitterwood. Okay, cool. But point, it's though. still just cold. You, okay. it, it's my way of saying it's winter. Your wood could swell, and also shrink. Well, the wood is magical, so it's not necessarily as prone to magic things. It will still burn. It will still it can still be damaged. <laughs> yeah, magic. Um, but generally, things like you know, if you if you go swimming, yeah. you don't rust. You, yeah. Your wood doesn't swell up or anything like that. It can be damaged, but normally by people physically attacking it. Okay. Um, but the same way that like, but you are still affected by cold and temperature the way that a humanoid would be. Yeah. You know, you still find it uncomfortable. Like if you yeah. were to be like, I'm going to walk into a volcano area. <laughs> oh, it's quite warm. You know, yeah. you, you're not a robot. You yeah. can't just you know do everything that robots can. You are a living construct. Yeah. <clears throat> so you are still humanoid in many ways. So. Yeah. I'm going to hold up the parchments that I just bought and just take a real deep breath. Oh, I love the smell of fresh notepaper. Mm. <laughs> no one else noticing how cold it is. What is the point of this weather? Oh, I've got cold? some new nibs as well. Yes. I suppose, Quill, you're a bird. I mean, it's not that cold. We should talk to the mages in town. Make sure that they're not scheduling it wrong or something. One of them could be in it. Oh, schedule. The Sky City. Okay, no, fair enough. That, I mean, there's no point. This is kill crops, this kind of weather. Unless they're hardier crops or some such. I mean, in the lowlands, they just live with the seasons as they come. What? They live with the seasons as they come. This is, this is what it yes, is. I live with the rain as it comes, but it's scheduled. But it, they clearly is, got the schedule wrong or something. There's no schedules down here. Hmm? This is it. This Ayla is just it. rolls her eyes. Lucius. Yes. Mages don't control the weather here. It's not a sky city. You, you understand that there's a difference between where you lived mm. and down here. Yes. Right? I'm aware. There's no mages that control the weather here. It's Why just not? the weather. They should. They this can't. It's mighty cold. Yes. It's, there's a big difference between controlling the weather for an entire continent than a tiny city that flies through the air. If you just got a couple of mages just for this single village. Right. Cool. I'm not asking for the entire continent. That would be absurd. I'm just like in the background shaking my little bag of sand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are we all content? We have a lot of gold. I... We should go cure Arvel! Let's yes, go! I agree. Let's go. Yes, should we just throw money at him and he gets fixed? No, we have no, to take him to the That was a little t- joke. <laughs> Did anyone get it? Because you can't just throw gold at someone and hope that it... There needs to be. Never mind. Let's go. I thought he was serious. I thought, I thought was he, well. that was genuinely his. He didn't realise that seasons are natural. He didn't even know what a cow was. I'm right no. here. Recently. Hello. Sorry. I'm right here. Oh, I know. No, I know. I... Oh, right. Okay. It seemed like you were talking as if I wasn't here, but I. Well, let's go cure our vault, please. Absolutely. We finally have the money, and more. Actually, I think we've got quite a lot more than we actually needed. Um, so how's this going to work? Are we going to pay for Arvel's he- healing and then we split the money out? Uh, no, well, no, group fund. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we've got I, 1,400 group fund, right? Uh, yes. Currently, yes. But you know that the, the, <coughs> the ritual to repair Arvel's broken leg is about 400 gold. Okay. And we need to go to... What was his name again? Um, Palador. Yes. No, Torvald. Palador is the god. Yeah, Torvald he was the, the Sunbringer Black Hammer. So we need to go to Torvald. Okay. Uh, actually, what, what time is it now? About mid mid afternoon. Mid afternoon. Is it is it sunset? 
No. Does he get a bit grumpy around sunset? sunset? No. Mid-afternoon? It's mid-afternoon. Well, I don't know. Just, you know just I mean, thinking. the sunset, well, it was, the, sun, the sun was set earlier because it is winter time. But it's yeah. bird mad. Because last time we saw him when the sun was setting, he was just really miserable, you know. Like, maybe like two o'clock. Okay. Fair enough. That's all right. You said 300 gold before. Did I? Mm-hmm. It's 400 gold. Yeah. <laughs> inflation. That's inflation. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's called uh, meta tax. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that little DM face. Could be that Nova's memory is, is ever so slightly wrong. But she remembers <laughs> things wrong. <laughs> well, let's go to Torval. Mark's been doing some tweaking on how much things should cost. <laughs> it's fine. You'll be happy to know, Kim, that I did not write it down. So it might just be Nova's memory. <laughs> I'll go back to the episode and watch. Okay. <laughs> it, probably, it probably is. It probably, I probably did say 300 to start with. <laughs> However, uh, there's a slight tweak in yeah. ritual costing. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> cool. It's fine. It's gonna write. Either way, Birdie. This Off you go. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, where are you going, Birdie? Should where we get Arvel first? We're speaking out loud about we should go to Torval. Well, that was the entire thing. We've got the money. We go cure Arvel. We need to go see Torval. Exactly. Don't we need to take exactly Arvel to Torval? Oh, I don't know. Because I presume that he needs to do it in his temple. Oh, no, he just asked for money. But he needs to do the ritual in his temple. Well, I assume the money will also cover the transportation cost of Arvel. It wouldn't, it wouldn't take much of a century to just pick up Arvel. Oh, I can take Arvel, it's fine. By all means. You Fantastic. Can, let's go to... <laughs> Where are you going? To, we need, now need to go heart. to the Brazen Heart Tavern. Is that where you're going? Let's go to the Brazen sure. Heart. Right there, I'm sure. So, you make your way through. Uh, the town isn't very big, so despite all the jokes, it's not hard to find your way back to the Brazen Heart. right next to the two places. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the Brazen Heart is at one end of the town, and um, the Temple of Palador is at... The Temple of Palador, you remember being on a slight hill near the forest, near the yeah. Iron Weald, yeah. um, which is quite far away. Uh, but you make your way to uh, the Brazen Heart. Uh, you see the lovely stone, you know, foundation cottage with a thatched roof, the beautiful painted uh, doors, the little flower boxes around the outside. Yeah. Um, there is a small barn outside, uh, around the back, um, big sort of like, you know, wooden structure with, with hay and all sorts of things being kept in there, supplies, sacks of grain, that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, are you going inside the Brazen Heart or? Oh no, Arvel was in the. So you go back. round the back into yeah. the back area. Yeah, really, somewhere we last saw. So you make your way back there, and yeah, sure enough, you see kind of stretched out on what looks to be like a couple of planks of wood with sacks of grain kind of laid onto them to be like a very rough-looking bed. Um, is a very bored, miserable-looking Arvel. Um, he's just, you know, he's got uh, his crossbow, Evangeline, just next to him, um, and he just, <coughs> his beard is starting to look quite messy and untangled. He's dirty, quite sweaty, and he just looks miserable. Like, splint like... on his leg. Uh, he's just kind of like looking down. He doesn't even notice you guys approach initially. I'm going to hop over to him and be like, Arvel! Ah! <laughs> he's just kind of like suddenly surprised by this uh, enthusiasm. He's like, oh! Uh, well, I've got to try to remember his voice. He wasn't Scottish. Te- well, look, look at that. Look, y'all. What, what are y'all doing? Great here? news. We can fix your leg. I, sorry. I didn't, you got. You raised the money to. Now I can't be asking y'all to pay for that. That's a lot of gold for. Uh, an oh old well, we did it. We went down to uh, Dwalin then, that place that we saw on the way down here, and uh, the old chasm. Oh yeah, we found uh, quite a lot of stuff down there actually. Uh, it was awful. Yes. Oh, I have no idea what that is, but I'm sure it's very valuable and very, very cool. It's, it's a good time. Excellent. Oh, well, I mean, 
I, I would be. And he kind of like takes his little hat off into his hands and he kind of wrings his hands a little bit. Well, if y'all are willing to pay for the ritual on me, that, <coughs> well, that would be mighty kind of y'all. And well, I'll make sure that you get paid, well, more than what you spend. When we get, when we get to Gold Throne, I'll make sure I'll pay you back plus more for, for certain. Ah, uh, we can talk about that later, Gold Grump. No, 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 it's the least I can do, and uh, we'll make sure that anytime in Gold Throne, uh, you'll be guests of my state, and most certainly I'll make sure that this is repaid, repaid in full. Well, diplomacy. Daddy would be so proud. Well, uh, Establishing trade. And well, I'm assuming we need to go up to the temple then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Um, where's everyone else? Uh, Yusuf and Koran have been taking work trying to raise themselves a little bit of coin to buy supplies for them to take the next step in their journey, I suppose. The young girl, Vala, she's supposed to be working too, but uh, I've caught her sneaking off quite a few times. Right. Uh, I've got no intention to spoil the girl's fun, so I've just been letting her sneak off. Um, I think she's taken to exploring the town and uh, the forest. What is their next step of the journey? I believe that they want to still head to... Uh, where they were heading originally, uh, Horizon and Gusthaven and uh, the Starfall Archipelago. Uh, so they'll need to head on up to Gold Throne and then catch a ship from there. Well, I mean, we raised quite a lot of money. How much would it actually cost to get to Gold Throne? I mean, if you're talking about hiring horses or a wagon, I mean, I, generally the price in varies. I mean, it depends. I mean, you can loan horses for about 25 gold each uh, for a trip up to Gold Throne, but you do have to ensure that they arrive in a good condition. Uh, buying horses is much more expensive. Uh, wagons normally around the same sort of cost. Hmm. 15, uh, perhaps about 50 gold for a rental on a wagon. Trivial sum, considering our recent... But it will take, uh, it takes about seven days from here to Gold Throne of travel via horse and wagon. I've never ridden a horsey. Well, that sounds like y'all should go in a, in a wagon then. Why? Horse riding is not for uh, the inexperienced. It looks friend. so majestic and elegant. Mmm. Hurts your bum. Does it? It mm. requires some skill, boy. Yeah. All the paintings I've ever seen just look so regal, you know? Yep. No, I agree. <laughs> it looks very uncomfortable. I've never ridden a horse either, so I'll, I'll go with the wagon. A bird riding a horse. Exactly, that would be stupid. <laughs> would it? Well... Well, I mean, it wouldn't be the strangest sight I think I've ever seen, but it would certainly be unusual. True. Um, I mean, we, I suppose we could also cover whatever cost they need. Well, that, they again... They helped us a lot on their journey as well. Then your charity is something to be commended, my friend, because that is very generous of you. Yusuf and Karin seem... Uh, well, they had made plans to raise a little coin, working odd jobs. I believe Karin is helping at the local school, and uh, Yusuf is using her healing skills and uh, helping Rosalina with uh, the tavern. Nice. And uh, what jobs was Valor actually meant to be doing? She was meant to be helping in the tavern, cleaning, that sort of thing, but uh, as far as I can tell, she's quick to her work, but then she sneaks off before she can be given any more to do. Hmm. Good. I mean, that girl is, uh, she's certainly curious. Uh, she's been asking, since y'all have been gone, a million and one questions. Uh, I'm sure when you get back, she'll be very excited to hear about your tales into the chasm. Well, they weren't, uh, they weren't very... Heroic, I don't think. It was, well, it was a bit messy, really. 
Um, How so? Uh, you are made back alive, I can see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, by the skin of our bones. Well, unfortunately, that's the nature of the land down here. It's uh, any places, any of the old places in the world, that's sure to be full of danger, or they would have been picked clean long ago by treasure hunters or scavengers and things like that. That's why most people down here just try and earn an honest living, work the land, or take up a trade, or merchant craft. Even being a merchant these days is dangerous. So many bandits and uh, brigands on the roads just trying to, you know, feed themselves, trying to take what they can earn, so. Well, that's a dangerous place. True, we did actually hear, we, well, there were two other jobs we could have done, which um, involved some missing wagons along the northern road as well. So, I guess that's the route we'd be taking down to Goldthrone anyway. We'll need to take the North Road, yeah. And, uh, yes, this, a town like this, this will rely on supplies from a bigger city. Most of its trade will come from sending goods back that way and receiving money coming back the other, from, the other, from the city. So. Mm. Could also mean our wagon is potentially a uh, that target. Is, that is very true. If we're heading out that way, we should be prepared for uh, dangers of that nature. Well, I'm wondering if we just go out ourselves, just the five of us, and uh, clear the way, so to speak, before we send uh, everyone there. Well, it sounds like if there's an opportunity for you to earn some gold, I mean, that's more gold will never hurt anybody's pocket. Nope. Yeah. Maybe that's the plan? Well, let's... It's heavy, though, doesn't it? Gold? It's coin, yes. Well, you can just throw it in the bushes again. Don't do that's that. True. Just, if you want to throw it away, give me the gold. If you, any gold you don't want, I will gladly take off your hands, young Thank man. Thank you, Arvo. My, 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 my pleasure, boy. <laughs> um, yep. You know, a fine young man like you could be quite the investor to a, man, a merchant such as I. <laughs> we should talk more on the, on the way to gold throw. Uh, you sound just like my daddy. He makes that talk all the time at the cocktails. When you say that, considering what Arvel has noted about the way you talk about your father, there is definitely a look that anybody who has like a decent insight, like 13 or above, would probably... Arvel doesn't know whether that's a compliment or whether that's incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, he's not sure if that's like some weird flirtation <laughs> from, from Lucius, or whether that's... He's just not quite sure how he's like, oh, well, that's mad candy, Arvel. <laughs> Shall we get going to the temple? I feel, I've, I've been sat down too long. I, I, I feel like uh, giving this old leg a Yes, yeah, let me help you up. <laughs> no, sense, yeah, let's send you to it. Uh, you're stronger. <laughs> That's true, you're right. <laughs> yes. Plus, you're probably smelly. Um, I, I would indeed appreciate a, uh, an opportunity for a bath and a change of clothes at some point. I mean, if I could trouble you for a few small coins, again, I'd be happy to pay you back when we reach the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure we can do that. Enough for uh, enough gold for a bath in the tavern and uh, some new cl- fresh clothes from one of the stores here would be mighty kind of you. Uh, I see why not. I imagine that the others would uh, greatly appreciate that as well. Uh, if you had a bar? I mean, if they could also I see. I mean, I think Yusuf and Corin have been going down to the river to uh, clean themselves, but uh, uh, it's mm. not exactly the most pleasant of experiences. Uh, okay, so I guess then we. Oh, so you. I can lend. Yeah, I mean we'll. Yeah. You yeah, can, we'll yeah, you can do that. Right. Yeah, so So you guys are gonna head up to the Temple of Palador. Yes. Okay, so you make your way across town, and the along the way, you are you begin to notice that the town is very much watching you and whispering about you. Talk, like you can see them pointing your way, talking. 
Um, Quill, you pick up on it with your passive perception. You pick up on that. This isn't. Um, this isn't suspicious. This is actually quite. Ad- this is a lot of admiration. People are like, here, they're the ones that went to dwell in den. No way, they're the ones that went to dwell in den. They must have got so much treasure out of there if they came back alive. Blah, blah, blah. There's like lots of whisperings of this kind of nature. Hmm. Um, and eventually, as you're kind of making your way across town, a, uh, a kind of very uh, skinny but still muscular but looks like most of like the body fat has just been sort of like worked away and it's kind of left a little bit scrawny but what whatever's left is quite lean muscle an old farmer wispy kind of hair sticking out from under a straw hat uh wearing a very loose tunic and a pair of uh long trousers with holes in them um just kind of approaches excuse me sirs and madam can i just trouble you for a brief moment sir now sure <laughs> uh, you forgive me. Uh, we don't know what to call y'all. You, you don't have no name or nothing, do you? Like a little mercenary band name or some oh, such? A name? Uh, a troop? Oh, that's a fantastic idea. Have you well, got any ideas? A name for the uh, all of us? Well, yes. You, a lot of mercenary groups they go by names. We just figured that. Well, we don't know what to call y'all. We've just been calling you uh, the, the strangers for now. But uh, we heard that you came back from Dwellingdale and. and and you convinced old Neville to part with some of his gold, is that right? Uh, well, I mean, we sold something to him. I... Oh, well, he's just, he's always been very careful with his gold, sir. And, well, I was just wondering, uh, um, forgive me for asking, but, uh, well, my, my family's house has been in need of repairs for a long time, and the harvest this year wasn't very kind to us. Uh, we'd be, uh, I'd be very grateful if you could just lend a few gold, uh, some, you know, 20 gold coins or something, something that would help us uh, patch up the holes, buy supplies that we need. I understand I'm asking a lot, sir, and, and I don't deserve none of your coin or time, but, well, it, would, it sure would mean a lot if you could just help us out. Uh, I have a request. Uh, yes, for sir. This donation. Of course. Very important task of you <coughs> and your troop. Uh, yes, you mean my family? <laughs> yes, and your friends as well. Oh, I see. All right. Anybody interested in this group? Which I, I noticed quite a few eyes as we were walking through. Well, you've got, suddenly got the town to talking, sir. Maybe create a bulletin of some kind and ask for a consensus on a name. And you're and and you're giving me twenty gold. <laughs> yes, certainly can. So I will do a hundred percent. Make me a bulletin. A bulletin. One of them. <laughs> Is that a piece of? That's like a note on a piece of paper. Yes. Yes. You have a bulletin board in town, right? We there can you. make one. Right. We'll make one for you, sir. Absolutely. What twenty gold it is? Oh, what? You? <laughs> you can see he like holds out his hand in disbelief. Uh, just 20. Any more? If you wish to give me some more, sir, that would be very well, generous. Yeah, I actually managed to get 20 out directly, so that must be a lucky, lucky <laughs> charm right there. He just holds it in his hands. Oh, that's so Hurriedly puts it into his pouch. This is weighing down my right hip, sir. He just offers his hand. What is this? A, a handshake, sir. Oh, my, Oh, yes. <laughs> you shake your hand very vigorously. He's like, thank you so much, sir. Thank you all. The- Lovely. I mean, that's going to help me feed my family for, for the, the next few cycles. Uh, thank you so much. We'll come up with a name, no doubt, for sure, sir. Let us know. Uh, send- come up with some ideas. Send word to the Brazen Tavern. 
Will do. We'll send it right to Rosalino. You, you can be sure, sir. Thank you. Thank you once oh, again. How far are you from your house? Your house, whatever's left of it, anyway. How what far do you, do you have to travel with this gold that we just gave you? Not far. It's just on the on the edge of by the wall, sir. Okay. Okay. Carry on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so kindly. And he runs off. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> like this little old old man. It's twenty gold, and we just saved a life. Yes, and but, a family. Well, true, but I mean, we only have a, we don't have infinite amount of money, Lucius. This is something we to- talked to you about earlier, and also a lot of people just saw us do that, and a lot of people want gold. Well, yes, we should probably give it to them. No, no, that's we no we. Can't act- we just invested fourteen hundred. Well, but that's some of it's for Arvel. We need that to get home. And we give four hundred to Arvel, right? And his five hundred. What was it? He's so, 400 for his leg. Yes. And then another few bits and pieces to... So say 600. No, no. Bits and pieces. Lucius, do you remember a while ago I said to you that you shouldn't really be flashing your money around? Oh, that's not mine. That was the group. No, I have the group funds. Oh, do you? Yes. But well, that was mine That still. was your own money. You <laughs> He's getting mixed up. That. Yeah. Mm. But you need to, especially because we now have a lot of money, you need to not mention that so loud. But he can repair his house now. But well, then that's a very good thing you've done, sure, but... Yeah, that's what we're about, right? The adventuring troop. But no, security-wise... It helps people, comes into town and saves the day. Huh. Also, are we mercenaries now? No, I that don't sounds feel very mercenary. No, I don't think so. No, he called us mercenaries. Are we a group? Are we a troop? Are we a party? Or what are we? We're a team. Are we? <laughs> Ayla. <laughs> I mean... We're all trying to do the same thing, at least. We've all got the same goal right now. Yeah, we're all trying to just get home. If they don't Vaguely. come up with a, a good name, we should come up with one. Right. I mean... Because then I could create a logo, I can make costumes for everybody. A logo? With an Costum- embroidered... Oh, in fact, I requested that. I need to speak to the person. The, the person? What, what person? I requested costumes. When I think that's the other campaign. That's the other campaign. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Another time and place. Another that man. Was, that was a dream. That was, that was a dream. I had a that fantasy dream. That was Aquamamba. Did you manage that? <laughs> I had a fantasy dream. Wow. About turtlenecks. Mm. <laughs> I was a tiny man. I'll walk on it. Well, you know, if, if y'all are tra- planning on traveling together for some time and y'all fancy taking on more uh, little jobs like descending into ruins or uh, helping out towns or places you come across, having some sort of group name certainly wouldn't help, wouldn't harm you. It, it's easier to kind of spread word of a group by name than, oh, that. Aracroca and the Ganassi and the High Elf from the, you know. It's hard to just refer to you all individually if you're talking globally. Hmm. You're part of this gang too, Arvel. (laughs) Consider me more of a a, a supporter of your group. Okay, Uh, what would you call us then? I don't know, I mean. Siaska Squadron. I mean, that's a, (laughs) you're not all worshippers of Siaska, are you? I mean. Wait, who isn't? Me, I'm no, I'm not. But Siaska's. Ayla raises her hand. But I believe she exists, but I don't worship her. But you should. She protects us. I can see that. Well, I don't know if she. Yeah, protects. there's a strong yeah. word. Knowing that she protects us and worshiping is a strong word. You should praise the fact that she's here, with her cradle. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm happy she is, but without without her, there would be no high elves. 
Well. Then that would be awful, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. And thus, why does? <laughs> but not worshipping her doesn't do down anything that she's done. I fully believe she exists. She exists right now, and I point up at the sky. But... Think of the sacrifice. Yes. She was murdered. Let's put it this way. You can have a lot of respect for any of the gods. You don't have to worship them. But we, we worship the day she returns, hopefully. Oh, well. Uh... I mean... <laughs> Just awkward silence. <laughs> no, I, I, I admire what she did, but without Hesper, I wouldn't exist. Yes, yes, Hesper's great. Atelicus looks after, you know, those of us who chose to walk a different path. Yes, but Siaska created all of them. But, well... Mm. the All-Mother. So we're well, not, not going wrong. with Siaska Squad or whatever it was you said. I mean, Arthur looks around like, you could play on the name something to do with the, the airship crash, maybe, uh, something like that, or... Mm. Nova and the Quasars! What is what? a quasar? Recommendation, don't y'all, don't use one of y'all's individual names. Come mm. up with a group. Uh, think see. on it. You don't have to decide right now. Just we, think. What is that? Blazing squad? No. <laughs> <laughs> Blazing like Blazing falling squad. from the sky. Well, it's not on. a bad name. Oh no. Blazing squad. <laughs> we have S-Q-L-N-A. S-Q-L-N-A. I'll think of something. Hang on. Squall. Squaller. Not, Squaller. <laughs> not gaggy. Now this farm, y'all. Nothing really works with that. Mm. Think mm. on it. Think on it. Um, anyway, let's let's keep on moving. I'm sure you might get quite a few more uh, petitions on the way. Um, and as you continue making your way to the temple, yeah, uh, more and more of these villages come up asking for gold. Um, Lots of people, all from different circumstances, all with different reasons, asking for different amounts. Uh, a young woman comes up asking for 10 gold to help her put her children to school and to give them, you know, pay for their schooling and things like that. One comes up asking to help repair some of the parts of the city walls. One of the harvest guard asks for a donation to help towards the walls of the city, which is 25 gold. Um, all coming up asking for these different amounts. And how much of it are you willing to pay? All of them, I'm like, but if we just give a little bit to this one, it's awful. They do need to yeah, pay Yeah, do you say no, or do you, do you, are you going to set an amount that once you've paid it, you're like, that's enough, we've paid enough now? Um, they all come up with the different stories. The woman comes up with her kids who look like, like really simple. They're like, please, sir, <laughs> we just want to learn to read. We can use the gold that I have, that way it's not coming out of the group fund. I'm torn. On the one hand, we should be kind and help these people. On the other hand, we shouldn't really mess with the natural order of things. Thanks, neutral. <laughs> <laughs> these people have their own legitimate reasons for having money, but so do we. And like, we, we need the money as much as they do. This could cause chaos as well. Where do we start? Where do we stop? We well, start. we've already started with the farmer um, and yes. a couple of other people as well. Uh, yes. I mean, we could just simply inspire them to do it out of the good of their hearts. Huh? Just, somebody just teach these kids how to read. They don't need gold for that, do they? I've got it. You're the bard. Inspire them. Yes. Well, I can't just say to some kids, hey, go read. (laughs) 
You can do it. You can make it. So as you're kind of like you're huddle, I'm assuming you kind of group huddle away from this growing throng of people who are mm. coming and asking for we money. Sh- we trust Rosalina, do we not? Um, she not switched on? Rosalina, yes. And what? she has her own establishment and business? Mm-hmm. How about we give her a sum of money that establishes some sort of charity? Right. And then that they decide what is distributed to who needs it. And then they... Oh, that's actually not that bad an idea. The boy's got a point. Rosalina, from what I've seen and heard, she's a pretty big staple of the town. People love her and they go to her for help and things like that. I think she'd be pretty smart at using money in that way. Um, so, just depends on how much y'all want to give. A platinum would do it. A platinum, okay. Hang a few on. Few platinum. I've oh, got ten. So we're basically... What? Artificially... Wait, what? Sorry? He has ten platinum. That's yeah, that's a hundred gold. Yeah. It's not that much. Yeah, it's not, it's not that much. You've got eleven. Fourteen of them, even. True. Um, Carry on. <laughs> so we are essentially artificially making Rosalina the what leader of the not town? making her. We just ask her if she wants to do it. Well, well, establishing a charity fund is different. Merrick would still be the the sheriff, the mayor of the town, but you'd basically be given a hard-working citizen who's got a head on her shoulders, uh, an amount of money to distribute whether she sees fit to help with community projects. It would cost y'all some money, but it would also do y'all a bunch of good for your reputation. Maybe if we mention it as well to the sheriff, he could say to any mercenaries that come through that there is a charity to donate to if they want. True. There is a lot of trade going through this place as well. Yeah. That would always make a purview of merchants to donate to such a charity. I mean, Rose Hall's a fairly out-of-the-way town, so I imagine that, yeah, gold like this is hard to come by. The fact is, you're probably lucky that you met that wizard that you sold this stuff to yes. to make that money. Sounds like that was he's kind he's of got a bit to spare. Yes, not willing to share it so easily. Well, for now, I really think we should get Arvel's leg fixed. So I, mean, I also agree with that statement. How about I talk to the guys and, and tell them to just leave us be for now and we'll deal with them later? Yeah, you're going to well, need to find something to say to them, otherwise they're going to keep growing. Are you going to keep hassling y'all? Well, how many people need to go with Arvel to get his leg fixed? I can just pop along to Rosalina while you're doing that. Well, I'll I kinda, catch up. I kind of want to see how it happens. Yes, I'm sure you do. You're very into mm-hmm. that, aren't you? Yeah. Science. Opportunity for learning. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sirs. Have, have you made a decision? <laughs> From this growing crowd of people who okay. are like waiting for their money this, this in like a problem. line. Do you They've got like a little them? line going. <laughs> what do you think I should tell them? No, I, you, I, I, yeah, I gave the 20 gold, yes. Okay. Yes, you, you run along and fix uh, half of No, but how are you going to tell them, uh, like specifically them, address the crowd right yes, now? Yes, tell yes, them what you're doing. Okay. yes. Okay. I'm going to stay with Lucius. Good. Yes, on a few public like speaking yeah. courses. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Ada's like... Good. <laughs> nah. Nah? Nah. I'm going to go back to the tavern. Okay. I'm okay. bored. Uh, bye. bye. Bye then. Hey, Enjoy your bath. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Goodbye then. Um, so I guess, yeah, uh, Nova, Sentry, head off with Arvel. Okay. And then you two are going to stick and around. Okay. You're so what, the crowd. what are the two of you going to do? Stand here. Yeah. What are you going to say? Intervene when I need to. <laughs> so Lucius... slowly turn away from Birdie mm-hmm. to address the crowd. Yeah. The others, the Sentry, uh, Arvel, and Nova make their way off. Rose Hall. Yes. People of Rose Hall. Rose Hall, yes. 
don't need to clap. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> very kind of you, though. All right. We just want to address this current funding issue that you're all having. Are you going to give us some money? <laughs> In a sense, yes. Yay! However, we don't have enough for everybody. Boo! <laughs> There's one guy, like, just yeah. booze. <laughs> you suck. It's okay. We'll, we'll try and fix Boo-words. it. What we're going to do... <laughs> I was saying yes. ...is establish a charity fund. What's charity? Well... I mean, it's essentially what we've been doing this entire time, anytime you've been asking us for money. What's the Birdman saying? He's quiet! Uh, speak up. Project! It's, a, it's essentially... I mean... We're going to put a sum of money into a pot that essentially anyone can just take out of as and when they need. But, oh, Jessup's gonna take out all the money because he's greedy. I'm not greedy, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna take what I need. You're the greedy. It will be moderated and judged upon each individual. Who's gonna be judging? Rosalina. She is the town's heart, is she not? Everybody knows and loves her. Give me a persuasion check. Would you like to inspire me? <laughs> I mean, I've sort of been helped a bit late. This, like... this can, be, that can be the help action, which means that you have advantage. What is the persuasion? Persuasion. 20. You have advantage because Quill is helping you. 20. 20 is the best one, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there is a moment where the crowd kind of murmurs amongst themselves and eventually. Uh, you can see that a few of the people there, mixture of older women and men, um, seem displeased with the idea. You can kind of hear them saying like, but that, that halfling woman's not from around here, she can't... Um, but then a younger woman, probably in around about her like early 30s, uh, holding like two babes basically under each arm, kind of steps forward and turns around and is like, now, y'all listen here. Rosalina's been here for this whole town the whole time. Now, Jessica, didn't she help you when your wife was sick? I guess so. Like, there's a lot of mumbling and kind of things. She's like, this, this handsome, nice man is right. We should trust him, Rosalina. <laughs> if, if they reckon, if they think that she's the one to best hold on to this, this charity money, then, then that's what it is. Uh, and that, that should be the last of it. We should be kind that these people are giving us anything. And there's a kind of quiet, and then they're like, kind of cheer, and um, all the townsfolk eventually come up, and they offer to shake hands, and, and they uh, kind of offer, thank you. I'm going to put uh, Quill in front of me. Oh, okay. He's a really good uh, handshaker. Yes. Oh, feathery fella. Yes, just the one hand, though, so... Fuck, you like spring chicken? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, not really, not really. Yeah, please, please don't, no. And there's lots of uh, like back slapping. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's such right a there. people person. Yes, I am. <laughs> Love them all. I will <laughs> go to Rosalina immediately now that I've told the entire town that she has now got a charity. Well, I suppose. Um, I will go with him in that okay. case. Uh, and you guys make your way off. And yeah, the, the crowd disperses and they seem content with what you've told them. Um, pleased that you know, you're going to help this poor town um, with their menial mundane problems. Um, but yeah, they, they head off. Cool. Sentry, Nova, and Arvel, you make your way up the hill um, with the... You can see this stretching forest, this stretching forest of green. Even in the, the long night, it still maintains this uh, green leafery and, and foliage um, that stretches out with various mountain, like uh, slight hills, um, mountains behind the forest stretching on far, far to the north. 
um, creating this very picturesque scene. And atop this small hill is this stone tower-like being, a uh, tower-like structure with a golden statue of a, a man on fire at the very top of it, kind of looking out on the rest of the town. Um, the door is closed. Um, you can see it's a stone structure, very well constructed. Um, you get your way up to the top. Um, guessing Sentry, you're kind of... Arville probably wouldn't let you baby carry him, but he's kind of got like an arm around you and he's kind of taking the pressure off his leg yeah. as he hobbles along with you. But yeah, the door is the door is currently closed. Uh, can I like push it gently to see if it opens? Uh, it probably... Yeah, I think it would. This time of day, it probably would just open. Okay. So it swings open and inside you see... Um, mostly quite a dark room that has that musty, churchy kind of smell. There are wooden pews um, carved. At the very end, you can see an altar with a smaller version of the same statue of the man on fire. Um, great big tapestries. And at the back is a stained glass window, which kind of sends all of the light into the room itself, creating this very... The stained glass is all orange-red flames, so it casts the room in this dull orange glow as you move around. You can see that there are also two braziers with um, a light that is glowing like fire, like a, fly, a flame, but it produces no heat. Um, it just creates light um, that just dissipates throughout the thing. But you notice that the actual room itself is quite pleasantly warm. Although there's no fire, there's like a, an, a, an unnatural magical warmth throughout the whole temple. Mm. Um, and as you step in, uh, you hear some shuffling and then emerging from a side room, this soot-bearded, uh, stumbling grey dwarf with this smock, this very kind of basic vestment robe um, with a torch, like an unlit torch with a sculpted into flames kind of hanging from his belt, kind of stumbles in. Well now, y'all are the ones from before, correct? I remember y'all, people in town talking about y'all, the Guardian and uh, Ergonassia and several others. Uh, how can I help you all? Some bring a black hammer. We mentioned before our friend, we needed you to help fix his leg. Yes, yes. Ah, you are the man I see. Very well, well. Uh, and you've raised the collective funds required for the ritual? Yep. Excellent. Well, uh, I would never deny anyone the blessings of uh, the Sunbringer himself, uh, nor his natural healing light. Uh, please come forward. Uh, I'll set up a... Come with me into this side chamber. I'll prepare a, a small uh, bed for your friend. Um, and he shuffles back into this side room. Um, and you can hear him, you know, rummaging around, pulling out what sounds like a table, um, and then blankets and pillows. And when you step inside, you can see that it's a very quiet, peaceful room. Um, there is another kind of smaller stained glass window casting that same orange glow around the room um, with another one of these ever-lit lanterns or ever-lit torches with no heat um, that just kind of flickers in the corner. Um, and the table is kind of laid out in the middle of the room. There's another smaller altar with a prayer book on it uh, and Torval kind of gestures. Uh, please, if you can help your friend, uh, your name, sir? Uh, Arvel Davis, uh, Sunbringer. A pleasure to meet one of the, the Fire Lord's uh, faithful. He's like, oh, pleasure. Always good to meet a fellow dwarf. Please uh, help him up onto the table and uh, I can prepare. Do you have the gold ready? Yes, sir. Uh, that will be 400 gold pieces, please. I'll give him the 400. He counts it all out, and he's very methodical in his counting. Like, he stacks it, checks it, counts it. This all seems to be in order. It will take up the last remainings of my stock, but I will order some more from Gold Throne. 
Uh, he piles it away, and you can see he brings out a, a wooden chest, a locked, kind of iron-clasped chest, pours the gold into it, locks it with a key that he hangs on his neck, and then slots the chest back under the, the bed where Arvel is now laying down. Um, he leaves the room for a moment, and Arvel kind of just is like, looks at both of you. I just want to say thank you again. You didn't have to do this. I, you could have just left me and the others long ago. Uh, and it is it's mildly appreciated. Thank you, friends. It's not a problem. We can just leave you behind. Well, the thing is, Miss Nova, you absolutely could have. A lot of people would have done that here in the Lowlands. Uh, people tend to look out for themselves more than others. I've been guilty of that myself a few times, but uh, I, it is appreciated. Um, and then Torval re-enters, and you can see he has with him armfuls of uh, scented, like, wax candles, um, incense, herbs, poultices, kind of uh, little glass jars of some sort of ointments. Um, and he also carries a kind of golden powder in, like, a small vial. Uh, he gestures, uh, Now, do y'all wish to be present for this uh, ceremony? This if that's ritual? okay, I'd love to be here. It will take me approximately uh, 30 minutes to perform the ritual itself. Um, it will invoke the, the Sun Lord himself. Uh, and he, je- he kind of raises an eye. I do not know if either of you are worshippers of Paladol, but I'm assuming you will not take any objections to the holy scriptures that I will read. Of course not, no, no objection. Very well, very well. Well, then let us do the Sun Lord's Light. He begins laying everything out, and it's very methodical. He takes his time, and the, the ritual itself focuses on... Our, uh, Torval reads out several holy scripture and passages... He speaks of the the light, uh, the Lord of the light, uh, raining down warmth and blessings and good harvest upon the land. He speaks to Arvel, you, my son, are of the earth. You are of the mountain and of the land as I am. As dwarves, we were placed upon this earth to protect this earth and this land. And the Lord of light is what makes that possible for us. You are his servant, and in being in his service, he will heal your wounds as best as he can. He begins to apply the ornament to Arvel's leg, and you can see Arvel wincing, occasionally groaning in a little bit of pain, but uh, Torvil just gestures him, uh, just, shh. It may hurt now, but let the healing flames purge out the darkness, the cruelty of the world that has inflicted this upon you, and fill it, fill it with the fire of devotion and passion. Let it fill you with the drive to continue your work. Uh, And then as he does, he sprinkles the golden powder over the leg, and you can see that as it falls, it disappears and vanishes, and the leg begins to glow with a flame-like white fire that encompasses Arvel's leg. Arvel sucks in like a... (sighs) moment of air, his eyes go wide um, and Torville eventually throws his hands up and from the stained glass window although it's been quite a cloudy day it is suddenly blasted as if the full sun as in uh, you know, an uncloudy sunlight day flies in and completely covers Arvel's body and you can see the bone where before even with the splinted it was still set awkwardly uh, the bo- the leg was bruised and, and dark in places where it wasn't healing suddenly all of that begins to shift and fade the wounds knit back together you hear a strong kind of crunch as the bone itself is completely set and begins to repair uh, Torval just opens his hands 
It says, Lord of light, bring your holy fire and heal this man. And then you watch as the lake just fades, the flame dissipates. And you realize that time has gone very, very quickly. Although it feels like you've only been watching for a few minutes, the reading of the scriptures, the whole process seems to have taken longer as uh, you find yourselves a bit thirsty and hungry, almost as if time stood still for a moment. Uh, Arvel looks exhausted, but he kind of like opens his eyes. Torval lays like a hand on his on his head and is just like, my friend, I've done what I can. I suggest that you do not get yourself into such uh, dangerous circumstances in the future. The Lord of Light's healing, well, it does, it requires uh, some resources and uh, I'm sure your friends here have paid a dear price to pay for this. I'll give you a moment. Uh, I'll just be outside if you need me. And he steps outside and you can hear him shuffling around, organizing books, laying out little pamphlets on the pews. Um, and yeah, Arvel like looks up. <sighs> I think that, I think that did it. Can you stand up? Uh, give me a second. And he swings his legs down and he puts all of the pressure on his arms. And you can see that Arvel's not strong, but he's still got dwarf-like build and very stocky. He gently lowers himself down, puts his weight on his good leg, and then he slowly shifts the weight to his bad leg, back and forth, and he kind of like stamps his leg down. It's like, it's like it's brand new! A oh, hot damn. Great! And I run yeah. to him with a big hug. <laughs> He's like, oh, he like, because obviously you're taller than him. <laughs> uh, he kind of just like pats you on the back. He's like, what? Ah, wow! I mean, I've heard of these uh, healing rituals for injuries and things, but the thing that they act so fast, I mean, it's no surprise that not everybody can afford them with the cost, but it's pretty, pretty impressive. The power of the gods still remains with us, even if the gods themselves don't seem to be around as much. Still. It is fascinating, isn't it? That bit where yeah. the sun came through the window. That was spectacular to watch. It was really good. I feel like, well, obviously this Torval, he might be more powerful a priest than what I think people may let on. I wonder why he's here and not in the city. I'm, normally powerful priests like that, they normally work within their churches operations or they work in a large cathedral or abbey. Surprised that he's out here in the middle of nowhere. Seems an odd, odd thing for a, such a powerful priest. Seems to be the place for lost souls. I mean, look at Rosalina and that narval, narval? Narval guy. Yeah. It does seem to be the case. I guess people would just want to get away from... City life. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I do have some questions for, for um, Sunbringer Blackhammer, though. Sure, well, while you go ask him that, uh, I, I, I'm going to just make sure my legs are right. I'm going to try pacing around a little bit. Secret but, dancing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to, maybe later, maybe we have a celebratory drink at the, uh, the Brazen Heart. Then you can see me dancing. Awesome. I do a mighty fine toe and step. Okay. <laughs> I only know waltzes, but... Dwarven line dancing is now canon in Aroes. Cool. Fantastic. Toe and step. Yeah, it's called the toe and step. Dwarven Brilliant. line dancing. Now grab your dwarf by the beard. Turn them around. <laughs> Do-si-do. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, so you guys can head out and ask uh, Torven any questions that you have. Uh, a quick question. Something. Yes, my dear. What's the name of the ritual that you just performed? Uh, it's more common name. Each each faith will call it by a different name. Uh, the healing light of Palador is what my teacher called it, but most folks will simply refer to it as the uh, the heal injury, healing injuries or heal injury healing uh, ritual. A magic that can mend broken legs or uh, 
internal injuries, that sort of thing. It seems incredible. It's more powerful than your normal healing spells that uh, other other folks may be used to. And does it require the light, the light of Palador? To, as a as a component, Palador is Palador is one of the one of the gods who has healing as part of his uh, domain. Uh, he heals the land. He blesses the land with uh, fertility, uh, that sort of thing. But other gods do also attribute healing in their, their notions. Um, Sayana, uh, not a goddess of my particular favor, but another one also specializes in such matters. Uh, Siaska was known for to give her acolytes the powers of healing as well. Uh, Siaska and Palador are very similar. She was he was he was a student of his mother. Uh, he learned uh, the power of light and the power of healing from her. Uh, but he is more uh, hmm, connected to the natural world as well uh, than she was. She is she is the mother of stars. Palador was a Palador was a guardian of the earth. Uh, he was a protector of the land. I was wondering, mm. do you think you'd be able to teach me this ritual? Uh, it is possible, yes, uh, if you are capable of learning such matters, but I, normally it is reserved only for those of a, of a divine skill set. Well, I have this thing, um, and I'm going to get out one of my books. Uh-huh. It's like, it allows me to learn various spells and rituals from all domains, and I just like learning, so... I was wondering, would you be able to write the spell down? Please do not take this as an offense, young lady. This is a gift. This is a gift bestowed upon me by my lord, my god. If you are not a follower of Palador, I do not feel comfortable sharing his gifts with uh, others. Of course, I don't mean to cheapen it. I just wish to learn more. I... I have a curiosity, and I, I want to expand my horizons. Then I think that that should begin with uh, discovering your faith by becoming a, a follower of, uh, of a god. Uh, just simply learning the magical abilities that we are provided. It is like... Well, it's, it's like learning to read, but uh, asking for somebody just to teach you a single book or a single sentence. There is more to just knowing a spell than knowing how it can be cast. To me, it is about the faith that is bestowed and the faith that is required. I'm afraid... Uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't feel comfortable uh, providing this knowledge. Perhaps you will find somebody else, or perhaps if you can prove to me that you are a servant of the Lord of Light, but I'm sorry. No, I, I, sorry I offended you. I didn't mean to. Not offended, but uh, more... This is a gift bestowed to me because of my years of dedication, of my faith, of wanting to help others. I do not believe it should be something I simply give to someone who wants to learn it for curiosity's sake. Well, if I could explain more, if there's one thing my adventures and my journeys have shown me, it's that this world is a dangerous place and my friends, my family can get hurt, like Arvel. And I want to help them, and I want to heal them, and I feel that if I was able to do so with this spell, and, and you talk of faith, but what if it was a sort of faith in that I wish, I wish to give a part of myself to heal my friends, to heal those who mean something to me? Give me a persuasion check. Oy, five. 
thinks for a minute. Let me think on it. It's not something I will agree to now, but I will consider your request. Your intentions seem good, but there is my... I need to... I need to think on this. I understand, and please don't be offended. Not offended at all, and please understand that I mean no offense either. It is uh, a precaution, if nothing else. I will ask Palador for guidance on this. If Palador wishes me to share this knowledge with you, then so be it. Thank you for at least considering it. I will consider it. Thank you. Uh, and thank you for, your, for paying for the ritual. It will help me resupply on needed supplies for such a matter, in case anybody else befouls ill of such an injury. I have a question. Of course, Guardian. How can I help one of... It uh, be my honour to help one of your kind. No problem. Um, so, since... Well, I'm a very long way from home and a very long time away from home, it would seem. Um, but since I've been awake and since I've been travelling, I've been having some very strange... I guess visions is what you would call them. Um, About a week ago, I had one where I was back in my home. I was back in Solvin, and then I was spoken to by a voice, and in and I was asked to quote. I was asked to quote some lines. I don't think I've ever said them before, Um, but since being here, it's and since and seeing everything around me, I've been very drawn to it, and I've been meaning to ask you. Um, would you perhaps, is Palador somehow connected to this vision that I've been having? What were these words that you spoke? Um, so I believe they were, um, defend the joy, shine bright, protect the pure in the name of the light. Night will fade in the glow of day, my axe and shield will never sway. Well, he thinks for a minute. Make a quick roll. I... This place you speak of, Solvin, I've heard of it in legends, but it is not a place I'm familiar with. In terms of the words, that sounds like an oath, a promise. There are stories, stories of knights and heroes of the gods, but of also of virtues, who upon swearing an idea or a promise, they are granted abilities that allow them to uh, seek out those goals. They could be, for Palador, if you wanted them to be. But certainly, the Lord, uh, the Lord of Light is uh, very much connected to many of those things that you promised. He is about bringing light to dark places in the world. He is about uh, protecting uh, those uh, that are your family, your friends. Uh, about instilling the land with life. But it does not have to be Palador. I would not wish to sway somebody to the Lord of Light's ways when they seem conflicted as you are, my dear. It sounds to me that you have made an oath, a promise, to someone or something. That could be Palador. It could be something else. Perhaps this city that you, you claim to be from, but I'm afraid I'm not, I'm not sure if I can offer you any more help than that. No problem. It makes a lot of sense, actually. Thank you. It's my pleasure, and if you ever, if you ever require to discuss matters of faith, well, I'd be willing to help you. Uh, let, me, let me give you at least both a little something to take on your way. Whether you read it or not is up to you. And he goes back and he takes out two small, um, part, they're not leather bound, they're kind of like bound by string, but they're little, little prayer books effectively, both of Palador. He says, these contain some of the basic teachings of the Lord of Light. 
He gives one to Sentry and he gives one to Nova. Thank you. Things to think about, if nothing else. Thank you so much. And one thing I will say, you, if you travel far from here, I have been to many places in my days of being a priest. You will uncover some who, they will say that they worship Palador. They will say that they represent the Lord of the Light and that they do his justice. Just remember that the Lord of Light is a kind and merciful God. He seeks to protect the land and its people, even those who have made mistakes. Anybody who claims otherwise, I do not believe that they truly represent my Lord. I just ask you to consider that. Thank you. Thank you. Are you ready, Arvel? Yes, yeah, and he kind of stumbles out. He's like, I feel real good. Thank you, thank you, Sunbringer. I'll be on my way, and uh, thank you again. My pleasure, and to you both, good travels. May the light shine on. Just gives you a very sage nod. I give him a sage wave of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, and uh, yeah, you guys can make your own way back out. Mm-hmm. So, Quill and Lucius, you arrive back at the Brazen Heart. Mm-hmm. Just think of the amazing names that we could come up with. What was the town's going to come up with as a group aggregate? Oh, I mean, have you had any ideas? Because I'm, I'm stumped. I've got nothing. Something to do with Crash? Uh, crash course? Crash course. That's awful, actually. Um, maybe... I'm not very good at this. No, I've got no idea. Um, so as you're making your way, you're just about to arrive at the Brazen Heart. You're making your way through these kind of, you know, dirt, dirty streets of, of loose stones, but it's kind of mixed in with mud and dirt and things like that. It's a very rural area. Uh, you see, kind of coming from the gate that you initially came in when you arrived in the city, uh, you see Valor, who is basically kind of skipping along and just kind of sees you uh, and it's Ooh, like, looks at you it's like Vella. you're back yeah. hey uh, aren't you meant to be working right now I finished my work and technically if they don't give me any more work to do I'm not doing anything wrong true but if you're not there they can't give you any more then work. that's their fault Okay, that's good thinking, actually. Just grins. <laughs> Very good. So, like, you went, I heard that you went into, like, some chasm and you fought, like, loads of monsters. <laughs> yes. And you got, like, thousands of gold of treasure, right? Is that yes. true? Yes. That's what everyone's saying in the village. I've been listening to, like, what they've been saying for the last couple of days. Yes, no, we went down there flawlessly. No troubles at all. <clears throat> wow. Well, Quill fell horribly, actually. And he <laughs> you fell the whole way down? He was trying to climb a rope, weren't you? But he only had one arm. How did you survive? How did I survive, indeed? The entire way. It was a big fall. But, you know, I'm half bird. I mean, say half bird, I'm all bird. We you kind of floated. So you kind of like flapped one arm and kind of floated down. Sure. He smashed into the ground sure. quite horribly, actually. Yeah. I, I, don't I mean, it's still pretty smashed. impressive if you survived. So, like, what did you what did you find down there? Did you fight something? What did you find? Um, what kind of treasure did you get? Disgusting things. Well, there was a lot of stuff down there. Nothing um, disgusting, of course, at all. No. Uh, all uh, gross. Really? Inhuman creatures. Really? Yes. What were they like? Husks. What did they look like? Uh, just like ghouls. Awful things. Like, did they have like big teeth? No, they were, what would they look like, Birdie? I mean, they were... Very, they smelled very bad. Very clean, definitely evil, just... Why are you both saying two opposite things? Oh, he's being protective. And I'm, I'm telling being... you the truth. No, well, I just... What, you're... Alice, it's a harsh land. You need to know what the dangers are. Cows. They look like dwarves that have been dead for many, 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 many years. And they were mottled and stinky and horrible, and any time they scratched you, they basically rendered you useless. It was 
Um, it was pretty. It was pretty wow. disgusting, actually. And also, there was a guardian down there that was feral. Another guardian. Mind. Yep. It lost was feral. So it what, lost you had its to... mind. Wow. So it like it attacked you? Yes. And oh, it was it made attacks. out of blacksmithing materials. It's like a giant anvil. Mm. It's just enamored. And there's like fire coming out of it. Yeah. Blue had flames. Sentry beat it up. And it was amazing. <sighs> and then we touched its uh, its echo. And then I saw a vision of what its life was you like did? before. Yes. I think it's because I'm magical. <laughs> Lucius, what? How, how does your magic work? I don't know. Do you just... But do you, like... Did you learn magic? Or yes, do you yes. just make it? Well, I think it's innately in me. It's just uh, I had a lot of courses to kind of develop it and hone my skills. But, so like, what? how do you make it, though? Like, do you just want it to work and then it works? I kind of will it. But also there are certain gestures and vocabularies that you speak to invoke the correct spell and make sure it doesn't go. So you're like me? Huh. Well, I was going Wait. to say, while the others aren't around, you do have magic as well. You have some innate magic as well. Do you not know how to use it? Well, no, I, I've, I've been learning. That's one of the things that they, at the temple, they, they tried to teach me. Because when, when I was really little, I couldn't control it. Magic would just happen around me all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're um, a sorcerer too. But I, yeah, I've been learning to control it more and more. They used to think I had something called wild magic, but oh. Yusef doesn't think that's what it is. No? She thinks it's something different. It's not random what happens around me. It's always kind of the same things. What happens? Like a purple energy just kind of erupts out of me, like a, like an explosion. You, I think you saw it like when I snuck into that tent. Yes, we when did you see that. Blew up the shack, yes. Yeah, and that, it that's happens when... Potent. I think when I touch things that are inherently magical, something happens. Like, I feel like I get stronger. And the magic just kind of has to, doesn't have anywhere to go, so it just erupts. And do you absorb the magic from this thing? I don't know. I don't think so. Actually, no, of course. You touched Tiangong and, and all the other, and your focus as well. And you didn't absorb the magic from those, I imagine. It just something seems to happen, but... Fascinating. You know yeah. who would love this? Who? Nova. Really? Yes. And what, see, the thing is, is like, because I touched Nova's sword. Yes. And that made the magic. I'm like, is she going to ask like too many questions? Or Yes, she'll ask she far will ask too many questions. A million questions. Yeah. But I it's think it would, a good it would help both of you to start talking about this thing. I mean, yeah. it does. She, may, she knows a lot of things. Okay. And she may be able to hone that down so you're not blasting everything around you. Maybe you can control it. Maybe yeah, we well, can talk to her first. I've, I've gotten a little hand on it. Like, I can definitely use it in some ways. But, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm learning more and more. But I was interested because Yusuf, you know, she prays to Siaska and Siaska grants her magic. Yes. And we've met wizards before who have to learn spells. Like, mm. they memorize they the put it in gestures. Books. And, <laughs> yeah, they put it in books. But, yes. yeah, for me, I just, I always had this ability to just use it, right? And yes, I don't know, I just... You're an innate sorcerer. Uh, from my knowledge, at least. This is so cool. Well, maybe you two need to speak to each other. Maybe. Yeah, we should hang out more. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, so that way. She can come you... from the wagon. Wait, we're going on a wagon? Yeah. Where are we going? Well, we're uh, going to Gold Throne, aren't we? Well, eventually we're going to Gold Throne, but we might yes. have some matters to attend to first. Yes, we have an errand to run. A quest. Have you got more adventures? Uh, yes. So I can. Can I come? Can she come? Lucius. <laughs> come on, how, Quill, how else am I going to learn to control my magic if I don't get a chance to use it? Exactly. Out of interest, does Yusuf um, stifle your learning at all? Uh, she thinks she doesn't like me doing anything that she thinks is dangerous. She's too protective. 
she's not even like my real mom or anything. She just is supposed, she's like a guardian. She's supposed to look after me and she takes it too seriously. She doesn't let me try anything. And who are Like I've never, I've never even been allowed to talk to other people before. Even the other acolytes at the temple, I wasn't allowed to talk no, to no, them. No, that's very, very strict, isn't it? What are the circumstances in which you came under Yusuf's guard? Yeah. She looks at you for a little bit. I guess you, you seem pretty trustworthy. Uh, Yusuf and the others told me not to tell anybody, but... How about we uh, go sit in the quiet corner? Mm-hmm. Oh, but Yusuf's going to be in there. Uh, hey, I found a cool spot. Do you want to come with me? I know a cool place that we can go. Is, Is it outside in... of the town? It's technically not outside the town. It's outside the town, isn't it? It's on the wall. On the wall. Yeah, so that's technically still in the town. I suppose it's on There's the There's this old edge. watchtower that like the militia never use. And it's really cool. You can see like all around, you can see the lake and everything. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Sure, why not? Let's, yeah! let's head up there. I mean, they'll expect us to oh, be back I, at the I end. I need to do the, the Rosalina thing. Oh, I mean, uh, obviously you can wait, surely. Okay. <laughs> can it not? Well, the whole town's asking for money. But... Bella, this is important, I can tell. Yeah. Let's go. Great! I'll show you. She like scoots off. God, very nip, isn't she? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's full of energy. energy. She's like a teenager. I'm wearing robes, dear. Come on, come on, come on. She <laughs> like pulls out to you. Um, uh, yeah, yeah we'll, she chase, we'll chase after. I imagine it's not too much of a detour from like. Or no, is it? It no, it's literally at the side. It's, it's on the wall, basically, around the town. It's not far at all. It's okay. like five, ten minutes from, Fair the, from the brazen heart. Um, with that, we're going to take a break. Mm-hmm. And we'll go into uh, yeah. some stuff. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back with some more... It sounds like it's going to be quite an RP-heavy episode. So, Ooh. Uh, Tasty. Some more role-playing when we get back. Enjoy the break. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Also, thank you to everyone that has been trying out Brilliant.org and D&D Beyond, our two lovely sponsors. Make sure you check the episode description for more information about those. Also, if you're looking for more high rollers, then make sure you check out the new mini-series we're doing with a brand new Dragon Heist module on twitch.tv forward slash high rollers and twitch.tv forward slash D&D. And if you miss an episode of that, you'll be able to catch up on our YouTube channel, High Rollers D&D, or the Dungeons & Dragons channel. We've got some very cool plans for that series, including ways for you guys to influence how it plays out, so make sure you watch that to find out some more. We'll be back on Thursday to explore some of Vala's mysterious past. We'll see you then.